Hello, my dear friends, and welcome to the 31st episode of The Informed Catholic. Um, my name is Ned Jabbar, and finally we are at Holy Week. Today is Passion Sunday, Palm Sunday of our Lord Jesus Christ, when he enters Jerusalem. And uh, it's going to be a very different uh, one of this year, obviously, because... Um, the churches are shut. Seems like a lot of countries, like the whole world, just shut down with this global pandemic called the coronavirus, which um, came out of Wuhan, China. Um, it's unfortunate what's happened. A lot of people uh, have suffered. A lot of lives have been lost. Um, and um, a lot of people are scared. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of us cannot celebrate uh, the greatest uh, love story, uh, the greatest week that changed the whole world. And um, so we can't celebrate liturgies, but it doesn't stop us from worshiping. It doesn't stop us from loving Christ. It doesn't, it just does not stop us from experiencing the passion of our Lord. So uh, for this episode, uh, I would like to uh, share uh, the readings of the liturgy with you uh, of Holy Week. So I'm going to read today's uh, passion uh, story uh, from the Gospel. And I'm reading it from the Missal. Um, it's uh, St. Paul Daily Missal printed by uh, Pauline Books. So without any more uh, into this, let's start. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, we proclaim Christ crucified, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23 to 24. Why did the Son of God have to suffer for us? His passion is a remedy for sin. For in the face of all the evils which we incur on account of of our sins, we have found relief through the passion of Christ. Yet, it is no less an example, for the passion of Christ completely suffices to fashion our lives. Whoever wishes to live perfectly should do nothing but disdain what Christ disdained on the cross and desire what he desired, for the cross exemplifies every virtue. If you seek the example of love, greater love than this no one has than to lay down his life for his friends. Such a man was Christ on the cross, and if he gave his life for us, then it should not be difficult to bear whatever hardships arise for his sake. These are the words of St. Thomas Aquinas. Amen. Palm Sunday of the Passion of the Lord, the commemoration of the Lord's entrance into Jerusalem. Opening Prayer Dear brothers, since the beginning of Lent until now, we have prepared our hearts by penance and charitable words. Today we gather together to herald with the whole church the beginning of the celebration of our Lord's Paschal Mystery, that is to say, of his Passion and Resurrection, 
for it was to accomplish this mystery that he entered his own city of Jerusalem. Therefore, with all faith and devotion, let us commemorate the Lord's entry into the city for our salvation, following in his footsteps, so that we, being made by his grace partakers of the cross, we may have a share also in his resurrection and in his life. Let us pray, Almighty and ever-living God, sanctify these branches with your blessing, that we who follow Christ, the King in exaltation, may reach the eternal Jerusalem through him, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. For uh, this year's readings is going to be um, from St. Matthew's Gospel. It is um, the, the, the first cycle, year A. So let's begin. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. When Jesus and the disciples drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethpage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite to you, and immediately you will find an ass tithered and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them here to me. And if anyone should say anything to you, reply, The master has needed them. Then he will send them back at once. This happened so that what had been spoken through the prophet might be fulfilled. Say to daughter Zion, Behold, your king comes to you, meek and riding on an ass, and on a colt, the fowl of a beast, a burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had ordered them. They brought the ass and the colt and laid their cloaks over them, and he sat upon them. The very large crowds spread their cloaks on the road while others cut branches from trees and strewed them on the road. The crowds preceding him and those following kept crying out and saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was shaken and asked, Who is this? And the crowds replied, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. The gospel of the Lord Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our next reading will be from the Responsorial Psalm, Psalm 24. The Antiphon will be the children of the Hebrews, carrying olive branches, went to meet the Lord, crying out and saying, Hosanna in the highest. Psalm 24. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. It is he who set it on the seas. On the rivers he made it firm. The children of the Hebrews, carrying olive branches, went to meet the Lord, crying out and saying, Hosanna in the highest. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord, the clean of hands and the pure of heart, whose soul is not set on vain things, who has not sworn deceitful words? The children of the Hebrews, carrying olive branches, went to meet the Lord, crying out and saying, Hosanna in the highest. Blessings from the Lord shall he receive, and right reward from the God who saves him. 
Such are the people who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. The children of the Hebrews, carrying olive branches, went to meet the Lord, crying out and saying, Hosanna in the highest. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow high, ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. The children of the Hebrews, carrying olive branches, went to meet the Lord, crying out and saying, Hosanna in the highest. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? He is the Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. The children of the Hebrews, carrying olive branches, went to meet the Lord, crying out and saying, Hosanna in the highest. The next one is going to be Psalm 47. And the antiphon response is going to be, The children of the Hebrews spread their garments on the road, crying out and saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. All the peoples clap your hands, cry to God with shouts of joy, for the Lord the Most High is awesome, the great King over all the earth. The children of the Hebrews spread their garments on the road, crying out and saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. He humbles people under us, the nations under our feet. Our heritage he chose for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loves. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with a trumpet blast. The children of the Hebrews spread their garments on the road, crying out and saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Sing praise for God, sing praise. Sing praise to our King, sing praise. God is King over all the earth. Sing praise with all, with all your skill. The children of the Hebrews spread their garments on the road, cry out and saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. God reigns over the nations. God sits upon his holy throne. The princes of the people are, are, are assembled with the people of the God of Abraham. The rulers of the earth belong to God, who is greatly exalted. The children of the Hebrews spread their garments on the road, crying out and saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen. The next is an entrance antiphon. Six days before the Passover, when the Lord came into the city of Jerusalem, the children ran to meet him. In their hands they carried palm branches, and with a loud voice cried out, Hosanna in the highest, blessed are you who come in your abundant mercy. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory, who is the King of glory. He is the Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Hosanna in the highest, blessed are you who come in your abundant mercy. Amen. The next are three readings that go uh, pretty much with all three cycles, A, B, and C, which is, you know, the liturgical calendar we have. The first is Isaiah. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. 
a reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord God has given me a well-trained tongue that I might know how to speak to the weary, a word that will rouse them. Morning after morning he opens my ear that I may hear, and I have not rebelled, I have not turned back. I gave my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who plugged my beard, my face I did not shield, from buffets and spitting. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. I have set my face like flint, knowing that I shall not be put to shame. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The next is Psalm 22. The response is, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? All who see me scoff at me. They mock me with parted lips. They wag their heads. He relied on the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him if he loves him. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Indeed, many dogs surround me. A pack of evildoers close, close in upon me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? They divide my garments among them, and for my vestures they cast lots. But you, O Lord, be not far from me. O my help, hasten to aid me. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? I will proclaim your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, give glory to him. Revere him, all you descendants of Israel. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? The next reading is from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Christ humbled himself because of this God greatly exalted him. Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and found human in appearance. He humbled himself, becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. A verse before the Gospel. Christ became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. Philippians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What? Are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him 30 pieces of silver, and from that time on, he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, the teacher says, My appointed time draws near, 
In your house, I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him, one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes as is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi, he answered. You have said so. While they were eating, Jesus took bread and said the blessing, broke it, and giving it to his disciples, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took a cup, gave thanks, gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant which will be shed on behalf of many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you from now on, I shall not drink this fruit of the vine until the day when I drink it with you, new in the kingdom of my Father. Then after singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, This night all of you will have your faith in me shaken. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be dispersed. But after I have been raised up, I shall go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him in reply, Though all may have their faith in you shaken, mine will never be. Jesus said to him, Amen, I say to you. This very night before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even though I should have to die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples spoke likewise. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took along Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And he began to feel sorrow and distress. Then he said to them, my soul is sorrowful even to death. Remain here and keep watch with me. He advanced a little and fell prostrate in, in prayer, saying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. When he returned to his disciples, he found them asleep. He said to Peter, So you could not keep watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray that you may not undergo the test. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Withdrawing a second time, he prayed again, My father, if it is not possible that this cup pass without my drinking it, your will be done. Then he returned once more and found them asleep, for they could not keep their eyes open. He left them and withdrew again, and prayed a third time, saying the same thing again. Then he returned to his disciples, and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Behold, the hour is at hand. 
when the Son of Man is to be handed over to sinners. Get up, let us go, look, my betrayer is at hand. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived, accompanied by a large crowd with swords and clubs, who had come from the chief priests and the elders of the people. His betrayer had arranged a sign with them, saying, The man I should kiss is the one. Arrest him immediately. He went over to Jesus and said, Hail, Rabbi! And he kissed him. Jesus answered him, Friend, do what you have come for. Then, stepping forward, they laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. And behold, one of those who accompanied Jesus put his hand to his sword, drew it, and struck the high priest's serpent, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus said to them, Put your sword back into the sheath, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot call upon my father, and he will not provide me at this moment with more than twelve legions of angels? But then how would it, the scriptures be fulfilled, which say that it must come to pass in this way? At that hour Jesus said to the crowds, Have you come out? as against a robber with swords and clubs to seize me. Day after day I sat teaching in the temple area, yet you did not arrest me. But all this has come to pass, that the writings of the prophets may be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Those who had arrested Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were assembled. Peter was following him at a distance, as far as the high priest's courtyard, and going inside, he sat down with the servants to see the outcome. The chief priests and the entire Sanhedrin kept trying to obtain false testimony against Jesus in order to put him to death, but they found none though many false witnesses came forward. Finally, two came forward who stated, This man said, I can destroy the temple of God, and within three days rebuild it. The high priest rose and addressed him, Have you no answer? What are these men testifying against you? But Jesus was silent. Then the high priest said to him, I order you to tell us under oath before the living God, whether you are the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said to him in reply, You have said so, but I tell you from now on, you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his robes and said, He has blasphemed. What further need have we of witnesses? You have now heard the blasphemy. What is your opinion? They said in reply, He deserves to die. Then they spat in his face and struck him, while some, some said, slapping him, Prophesy for us, Christ, who is it that struck you? Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard, one of the maids came over to him and said, You too were with Jesus the Galilean. 
but he denied it in front of everyone, saying, I do not know what you are talking about. As he went out to the gate, another girl saw him and said to those who were there, This man was with Jesus the Nazarene. Again he denied it with an oath, I do not know the man. A little later, the bystanders came over and said to Peter, Surely you too are one of them. Even your speech gives you away. And at that he began to curse and to swear, I do not know the man. And immediately a cock crowed. Then Peter remembered the words that Jesus had spoken. Before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. He went out and began to weep bitterly. When it was morning, all the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. They bound him, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate, the governor. Then Judas, his betrayer, saying that Jesus had been condemned, deeply regretted what he had done. He returned the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned in betraying innocent blood. They said, What is that to us? Look to it yourself. Flinging the money into the temple, he departed and went off and hanged himself. The chief priest gathered up the money, but said it is not lawful to deposit this in the temple treasury, for it is the price of blood. After consultation, they, they used it to buy the potter's field as a burial place for foreigners. That is why that field even today is called the field of blood. Then was fulfilled what had been said through Jeremiah the prophet, and they took the thirty pieces of silver, the value of a man, with a price on his head, a price set by some of the Israelites, and they paid it out for the potter's field, just as the Lord had commanded me. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and he, and he questioned him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, You say so. And when he was accused by the tr chief priests and elders, he made no answer. Then Pilate said to him, do you not hear how many things they are testifying against you? But he did not answer him one word, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now, on the occasion of the feast, the governor was accustomed to release to the crowds one prisoner whom they wished, and at that time they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they had assembled Pilate said to them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus called the Christ? For he knew that it was out of envy that they had handed him over. While he was still seated on the bench, his wife sent him a message, Have nothing to do with that righteous man. I suffered much in a dream because of him. The chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas, but to destroy Jesus. The governor said to them in reply, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? They answered Barabbas. Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with Jesus called the Christ? They all said, Let him be crucified. But he said, Why? 
What evil has he done? The, they only shouted the louder, Let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he was not succeeding at all, but that a riot was breaking out in, instant, he took water, washed his hands in the sight of the crowd, saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. Look to it yourselves. And the whole people said in reply, His blood be upon us and upon our children. Then he released Barabbas to them. But after he had Jesus scourged and handed him over to be crucified, then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus inside the praetorium and gathered the whole cohort around him. They stripped off his clothes, threw a scarlet military cloak about him, weaving a crown of thorns. They placed it on his head and a reed in his right hand, and kneeling before him, they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! They spat upon him and took the reed and kept striking him on the head, and when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the cloak and dressed him in his own clothes and led him off to crucify him. As they were going out, they met a Cyrenian named Simon. This man they pressed into service to carry his cross. And when they came to the place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull, they gave Jesus wine to drink, mixed with gall. But when he had tasted it, he refused to drink. After they had crucified him, they divided his garments by casting lots, when they sat down and kept watch over him there, and they placed over his head the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two revolutionaries were crucified with him, one on his right and the other on his left. Those passing by reviled him, shaking their heads, saying, You who could destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, and come down from the cross. Likewise the chief priests with the scribes and the elders mocked him, and said, He saved others, he cannot save himself. So he is the king of Israel, let him come down from the cross, and we will believe in him. He trusted in God, let him deliver him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. The revolutionaries who were crucified with him also kept abusing him in the same way. From noon onward, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, and about three o'clock, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Ali, Ali, lama zarani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders who heard it said, This, is, this one is calling for Elijah. Immediately one of them ran to get a sponge, he soaked it in wine, and put it, putting it on a reed, gave it to him to drink. But the rest said, Wait, let us see if Elijah comes to save him. But Jesus cried out again in a loud voice and gave up his spirit. Here, all kneel and pause for a short time. And behold, the veil of the sanctuary was torn in two, from top to bottom, the earth quaked, rocks were split 
tombs were opened, and the bodies of many of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming forth from their tombs, after his resurrection, they entered the holy city and appeared to many. The centurion and the men with him who were keeping watch over Jesus feared greatly when they saw the earthquake and all that was happening. And they said, truly, this was the son of God. There were many women there looking on from a distance who had followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who was himself a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be handed over. Taking the body, Joseph wrapped it in a clean linen, laid it in his new tomb that he had hewn in the rock. Then he rolled a huge stone across the entrance to the tomb and departed. But Mary Magdalene and the other Mary remained sitting there facing the tomb. The next day, the one following the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember that this impostor, while still alive, said, After three days I will be raised up. Give orders, then, that the grave be secured until the third day. Lest his disciples come and steal him, and say to the people, He has been raised from the dead. This last impostor, impostor will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, The guard is yours. Go secure it as best as you can. So they went and secured the tomb by fixing a seal to the stone and setting the guard. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, praise be to you. Amen. We'll end it with a profession of faith and in our Father. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father, before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. He rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you again soon. God bless.